Hey friends, welcome to season three of Mom Strength. This is Surabi bringing you episode 39. And in this episode, we're going to talk about your body, your postpartum body in particular, and why it's not a before and after photo. I want to talk about before and after photos in general and how they make me feel and some of the things that I want you to reflect on as you're seeing other people post before and after photos. But before we get started... Welcome to Mom Strength, a podcast and movement to empower, educate, and showcase mom strength inside and out. I'm your host, Surabi Veach, physiotherapist and fitness coach, also known as the Passionate Physio. Join me for discussions on movement, mindset, and motherhood, where we raise the bar and challenge the status quo. Get ready for expert interviews and real, honest conversations where we explore physical, mental, and emotional health. Let's celebrate the beautiful diversity and common experiences in all of our journeys. Let's do this. And so today I want to talk about before and after of pictures and how they make me feel and what we're sometimes missing when we see these photos. So if you live under a rock and you don't know what before and after photos are, essentially they're what a lot of um, wellness, health, wellness, fitness coaches post about their clients or sometimes people just post it themselves and they're like, look at me at six weeks postpartum and now look at me at three months postpartum, like I'm doing so well, look how fit I am, I've lost this baby weight, I've, you know, and it might not even be people who've had children before, they might just show their pictures and say, you know, look, I've lost weight, I look more uh, aesthetically strong uh, because I show more definition, and uh, they might have a smile on their face, or they might show that they're happier in that, that way. But there's so much that we miss when we just see this. First of all, we assume that somebody losing weight is actually going to lead to more happiness, more wellness, more health. And that is plainly untrue. Things like the BMI were, they're completely BS. They are totally based on a white male norm uh, from back in the day. And it is based on a standard of white white supremacy, whiteness being better, superior, and it is not even based on you, especially if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm a woman. Um, and so wh- whatever your BMI is, whatever your weight is, you might have even heard this from your doctor, oh, lose weight and your knee pain will be will be better or that you'll be able to run when you, you lose some weight. However, you can run now even if you haven't lost weight. You can run now, you can treat, treat your knee pain without ever having to lose weight. The solution isn't always weight loss and weight loss doesn't always lead to better health. When we see somebody lose weight, we also don't know how they got there. Was it sustainable? Was it healthy? Uh, And by healthy, I mean, were they eating like 1200 calories a day, starving themselves, eating, you know, not eating for 16 hours a day? Um, Were they working out like super high intensity, um, doing two hour workouts a day? What were they doing to have that change in their body? The other thing we don't see is, what is the before? Were they, you know, did they just have a meal? Was it taken at the end of their day when their muscles are fatigued and maybe their abs are more stretched? Was it taken when their bodies are relaxed and with unflattering light or angles? And then the after picture, oh, 
suddenly they are sucking in their belly they are they took that picture in the morning before after a nice poop before they've eaten they uh, are wearing a nice you know more attractive outfit whatever it is there are sometimes I can see blatantly that they're sucking in their belly and that if they just let it go it would look relatively the same and I'm not shaming that person I'm just pointing out that what you see is not always what is true and you need to if you're looking at it and it's triggering you, first unfollow, mute, whatever you need to do to protect your energy and your mental health. But at the same time, if you keep seeing this and you're like, I don't get it. Why am I not changing my body? My question to you is we assume that, again, that person is happier, more fulfilled, and maybe they're treated better by their friends and family. They have better self-confidence. And that is not always true. You know, if if it was true, no thin people would ever have body image issues. No thin people would be treated poorly or have pain for those, you know, arthritic pain or they would, all thin people would be able to run. It's not true. And we know lots of bigger people and bigger bodies who have, or excellent runners who are excellent athletes um, who have no pain, who are fulfilled and happy and what have you. And so there's so much more than meets the eye. You know, when I see these photos, it makes me sad for society that we put so much worth on our looks. And by us, I mean mostly women. Yes, I see men posting before and afters, but it's rare. You know, it's more so we see it in women, especially as we get older. We already are made to feel like our value is only what we look like our entire lives. We feel we are made to feel this by, you know, the models that we see on TV, the posters that we see where it always shows somebody who's youthful attractive or what they consider attractive and oftentimes it's based on a eurocentric model of beauty which is again not not fair or not even not fair but it is racist it is is proposing that unless you have that look you can't be attractive enough to be put on a poster which is again bs so We've been made to feel our entire lives that unless we look youthful and beautiful in this specific way of beauty, we're not attractive. So insert motherhood when you're the most sleep deprived, you know, you are exhausted, you are caring for a screaming newborn and you're like already feeling like you're on your, you know, wits end. And now you see somebody's picture, come you come across their picture and you it just hits you when you're feeling like you're lowest. And then you say, I'm going to channel all my energy, all of this lack of control over my life. I'm going to channel this into my body. I'm going to change how my body looks. And that's going to make me feel better. Well, you might still have the same amount of sleep deprivation. You might still be as exhausted as mentally and physically drained because you still have that same life. Just because you're thinner or you fit into clothes, you know, different clothes doesn't mean the other problems in your life are taken away and we assume this because we assume that being looking a certain way saves you from embarrassment saves you from shame and judgment and yes it it can for for many people it can but it's not going to solve body image issues it's not going to solve low self-worth or lack of self-confidence just by changing your appearance because if there's one thing that's true, it's that change. Change exists. Our lives are completely always changing. Our bodies are changing and we will change as we get older. So what's going to happen when your body changes as you age? How are you going to feel in that body if you can't accept your body now? And 
that's a genuine question I have for you because this is a question I've had with myself. I used to have a six pack. I used to be very thin and that's just genetics. I didn't work for it or anything. Of course, I was an athlete, but you know, there's tons of athletes who don't have a six pack and who aren't thin either. So, but when my body was thinner, I didn't have better body image than I do now when I'm in a bigger body. And I say a bigger body because it's bigger relative to where I was before. Overall, I'm still in a thin body and I have a lot of thin privilege. So me even speaking about this stuff comes from a lot of privilege. I would, you know, I, I, I want to recognize that because it it's true. And so, but it's important me important for me to speak up and kind of call in especially all the health and fitness and wellness pros who do coach weight loss because I hope you're doing it in a way that is actually healthier for the person and sustainable and not preying on that person's shame and insecurities and proposing it as oh you just lack self-control and that's why you're doing this oh you're just eating because you are stressed about this other thing and instead of dealing with the stressor you're eating a cookie well so what there's nothing wrong we deal with stress in different ways and sometimes dealing with a stressor is maybe your your baby's crying and that is your stressor and maybe there's no solution for that except for to hold them and be there for them so in that moment when you're exhausted and your partner's at work and you don't have anybody to lean on I'm not going to shame you if you want to have a bowl of ice cream or have a cookie or whatever because that is survival and it's okay to be in that state and know that you're not always going to be in that state, but in that postpartum phase, it is really hard. And so I want you to take that pressure off of yourself to have to look a certain way, to have to feel a certain way, to post these pictures because the, the other mom in your group seems to be having it all together, you know? And going back to those pictures, there's so much that you actually don't know about that person. I've talked about the whole happiness and health thing, but also how is that person actually feeling in their body? Because after my first child, I did bounce back kind of outwardly. I you know, lost any, I didn't lose weight. I just hadn't gained much weight during pregnancy. So postpartum, I was back to my old weight. My body felt different though. And nobody seemed to care about that. You know, I was leaking even when I was just going on walks. I had prolapse. So I was constantly feeling heaviness in, your, in my pelvic floor. I had diastasis recti. My abs were super stretched and they looked and felt mushy. And I was so, I felt the worst that I ever did. I had anxiety, but nobody seemed to care because outwardly they were like, oh my God, you didn't even look like you had a baby. And that was always the focus on the conversation is how did you do it? And I would say, I didn't do anything. You know, this is all genetics. And I'm not bragging about that. I'm just stating a fact. But I don't, I don't care about looking the same if I felt awful. I would rather feel good in my body and look different. And that's kind of, you know, what brings me to where I am now is I feel so much better, even though I look different. Um, and I think because society values looks so much, we sometimes don't consider somebody um, athletic or strong unless they have a certain aesthetic where they're showing visible muscles and they're you know fitting into really tight fitting clothes hanging out in a sports bra and shorts listen you can be fit athletic strong healthy with any type of body any size of body it is not something that is these standards the you know media portrays we see it everywhere that those are all just kind of perpetuating that message of whiteness thin young whiteness being the norm or being the more superior way to look and we know that that's bs and if you start considering how 
um, race plays into this, how patriarchy plays into this, you really start to understand that, huh, this isn't really about me at all. This is about how we have been conditioned our entire lives to want to look a certain way, to actually be in that body because we our hope is when we get there we'll be we'll feel better we'll look better um or not we'll look better but we'll be treated better and and the unfortunate truth is that people are often actually treated better when they look when they fit those norms and so instead of you know one of the things that i've been really talking about a lot on instagram is like really challenging that that idea that if you are, if you have this type of body that you are better that you're healthier that you're you know more fit because it's just not true and so many of my clients were like listen I didn't have a six-pack before I had kids and I don't have one now so what does that mean I'm not healthy or strong and one of my clients actually had her friend kind of make these comments like oh but you really haven't lost any weight and she's like but I'm back to having my old pre-baby body but just because his body was never, it had never fit the norms of beauty or what fit looks like, now you think that there's something wrong with it, but there actually isn't anything wrong with it. And so when we start to kind of take ourselves out of the moment and just step back and look at the big picture, when we see somebody's before and after pictures, listen, I have no judgment for you. And, you know, if you want to go ahead and post that, good for you. If it makes you happy, go for it. But I'm talking to you if you see other people post this and it makes you feel some kind of way like, oh, I hate this person, I hate this person. I can't believe they got this result so much faster than I did. Why can't I've been working out way longer and I don't look like that? My answer, because you're different people and you cannot assume that that person is actually healthier, better, stronger, ha- more fulfilled, happier because their bodies have changed shape or size. We also don't know what's going on in their mental health. We don't go know if they have any diseases that are impacting their weight. For example, you know, thyroid issues, anxiety, cancer, IBS. There's so many things that can be impacting a person's health that we can't see. So just judging somebody, we see them looking thinner after having a baby and we congratulate them. Congrats, you look so great. That is, I I don't like to make body comments at all because I find that we don't know what's going on underneath. If they have an eating disorder and that's why they've lost weight, it's just an inappropriate comment to make altogether. And so when you're seeing someone post these pictures, just start to recognize these thoughts you know, don't feel like that person doing that is an attack on you or you, you as human. I do have something to say, though, if you're a health and wellness coach and you're posting these pictures, because, you know, are you spreading that message that hard work, that your patients are so hardworking, so dedicated, and that only people who lose the weight are hardworking and dedicated? Would you post a picture of somebody whose body has not changed or does not look that different? Even though they're reporting to you that, wow, since I've done your nutrition stuff and your fitness stuff, I feel so much better. Would you post their pictures? Um, You know, that transparency is really important to me. And oftentimes, even on my page, I will share client wins. But I also share with their struggles because I want you to see that they're those struggles are huge teaching moments too and that everyone experiences struggles. I don't want you to think that all of my clients are experiencing huge wins every second of the day. They get there, but they all have their humps and their struggles along the way. 
uh, some more than others. So it's important to not to, to really respect yourself and to respect others too, that we're all different people. We all have different bodies, different needs, different baselines, and it's all good. It's all good. You don't have to look like a before and after poster. I always post when I advertise my pro- postpartum return to exercise program, I show before and afters and they're always smiling faces. Before, kind of a grumpy, stressed out face. After, after my prep class, huge smiles. Because that's the truth. That's exactly how moms feel. They're like, oh, I didn't really want to come today. I'm exhausted, but I'm so glad I did. Because we got to chat in this group. We got to learn about our bodies. We worked out in a way that's totally reasonable and you know, not exhausting. It actually gives me more energy. And I feel so good about myself. And so for those of you who don't know, my postpartum return to exercise program starts on Tuesday, September 13th. And this program is perfect for new moms anytime in the first two years postpartum. Um, And as early as a few weeks postpartum, you don't have to wait till you're medically cleared to exercise unless, of course, you've had some complications or something in healing. Um, But we start with the basics of core and pelvic floor connection. We start with movements that you're likely already doing anyways, like carrying your car seat, carrying your baby. Um, We integrate movements into, I teach you how to integrate these movements and strength exercises into your day so that you're not feeling overwhelmed with a billion exercises to do and no time to do it. We go over, like I said, core and pelvic floor reconnection and full body strengthening because full body strengthening is what you need as a parent. You're not lifting your baby up with your pelvic floor, you're lifting them up with your arms and your legs and then your core and pelvic floor have to just create some stability so that your arms and legs can can do the things that they need to do. So we go over all this. I also educate you on prolapse, urinary incontinence, um, diastasis recti. So if you have any of those common postpartum issues, you learn how to manage them, how to improve your symptoms. Um, And you also leave every session ending up feeling seen, heard, and validated in your experience this program is all online. So I've in the past, I've had people in four to five different time zones all joining in live. And of course, there's always recordings of all of the live sessions. So over eight weeks, we have five live sessions and three pre-recorded sessions. You have my support to troubleshoot symptoms, troubleshoot things in, in between. You also learn how to make fitness a sustainable and realistic part of your life postpartum because the postpartum phase lasts not just six weeks, it lasts the first few weeks you know, months to years. And I want you to learn how to keep exercise uh, part of your life without overwhelming yourself or your body. So I'm so excited to run round five of prep starting in just a few weeks. You can register for this program through the link that I'm going to share in my show notes. And if you have any questions, if you're like, I want to know more, but I'm not sure, send me a DM on Instagram at the passionate physio or send me an email at so to be at the passionate physio.ca. My website is www.thepassionatephysio.ca. If you're listening to this and you're like, I need to look her up, you can check me out there. I hope that no matter where you are in your journey, whether you are pregnant, postpartum, none of the above, that you understand that your body is so much more than what it looks like. Uh, It's so much more than your athleticism. You are whole and worthy as you are. What you see someone else post is their business. And if they're happy doing it, you know, that's, 
that's their choice. But for you, if it's triggering to you, you don't need to be seeing that. You can unfollow and you can also understand that happiness is not guaranteed when you're in a smaller body. Confidence isn't guaranteed. The people who lose weight or look shredded aren't necessarily healthier either. And ultimately, pictures just don't do justice of what is actually going on in anyone's life, including theirs or yours. So, and if you're a health coach or fitness coach who does fat loss, then again, I just hope that you are mindful of how you're doing it and really prioritizing your client's well-being rather than preying on their shame or their insecurities um, and continuing this path of, you know, women being objectified for our bodies um, and how we look. So remember that health is not determined by your size and neither is happiness. So lots to think about there. I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram at the passionate physio. Tag me in your stories if you're listening to this episode uh, and sign up for prep if you're postpartum. I would love to work out with you and support you in your recovery postpartum and remind you of your mom's strength inside and out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Mom Strength and being part of this important conversation. Check out the show notes for more info and links and we'll chat again real soon.